0: Shots have been fired, people. Fortnite is taking on Apple. Let's get into this bonus episode. Welcome to a bonus recording of Geekology 101. My name is Diego. I don't have my partner in crime, Joshua, here next to me today. He's out on vacation with his mom. So, um, man, I, uh, I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait until uh, he got back to address this. So there I was, uh, casually going on to my Fortnite game on my iPhone. And, uh, you know, getting ready to get into some squads action. And lo and behold, a video pops up as soon as the app loads. And it's a very familiar video. (laughs) Um, Let's take it all the way back to uh, the 1980s when Apple was creating or rather launching the Apple Macintosh, the first Mac. Steve Jobs was... um, No matter what you have against the man, he was a brilliant marketer. Um, He knew how to present products in a way that was compelling, in a way that made it seem like it was the biggest release ever, you know? Um, So, what he did is that he, using the concept from the movie 1984... Um, Of course, the movie 1984 is all about a dystopian future. Um, It's uh, it was a story created by George Orwell, and it's where, you know, the whole big brother thing is going on. The government is controlling everything and it's spying on everybody and knows what you're doing and you have to comply. And so what they did is that what Apple did is that they painted basically the current climate back then. Uh, computing climate as one that was being controlled by big companies like IBM and stuff like that. And they painted themselves, Apple, as the ones that were coming to change the game. And so the commercial was very, very cinematic. It was directed by Ridley Scott, the director of Alien. And in the commercial, you see a woman running in a white tank top with like red or orange shorts, I forget. She's carrying a sledgehammer and she's being chased by these guards. And this woman is running towards this big auditorium that has a bunch of chairs with a whole bunch of people sitting there staring, almost being mind controlled um, while they're staring at a screen where Big Brother is talking to them and just indoctrinating them. And this woman runs up and throws out the sledgehammer that hits a screen and it explodes everywhere. And then it says um, in 1984, Apple will release the Macintosh and something like 1984 won't be like 1984. I get alluding to the whole thing that, you know, big companies like IBM were the bad guy trying to control the computing world. But here was coming. Here came Apple To change the game with this brand new approach to personal computers. And I mean, sure enough, you know, the Mac did change the game, right? And Apple did this several other times, you know, similar approaches where they painted themselves as the little guy, you know, going up against uh, the established system, you know, they would do that later on with companies like, like Microsoft, right? Um, or later on when, you know, the mobile phone became a thing, they would do it with companies like Samsung, you know, and trying to paint themselves as like, here we come to change the game, to save the day, to etc. etc. Now, very important. Um, I am an Apple user. Okay. I consider their products to be superior to most um, as a career. I, I'm a creative director and I'm a graphic designer. And so Apple products are, in my opinion, after, you know, 15 years of experience in this field, the best for the purpose of creative careers and creative projects. Um, I think anybody who works with video would likely say the same. It's kind of the standard throughout the industry. Don't shoot me if you disagree, please. This is just, it's just my personal opinion. Okay, now um, I definitely recognize that there are many other products out there that are great, uh, many manufacturers that are great. What Apple, uh, you know, does well is that it integrates its software with its hardware, and so it has a very tight knit ecosystem. And not only that. Uh, hardware software but now that apple has gotten into content creation when they created itunes and the app store becoming one of the most visited places to download apps and content um in the world little by little apple has become big brother (laughs) you know as much as you want to keep painting yourself as the innovator and the one that is you know going against the flow of things Um, Apple has become very much big brother and Apple controls a lot. And as one of the most powerful companies in the entire planet, Apple has the ability to say, hey, here are our rules. You either follow them or we're going to kick you out of our app store. (laughs) And so here comes Fortnite. Fortnite. Fortnite decided to launch its own payment system. Okay, Uh, Keep in mind that Apple likes to have all payments managed through the App Store um, because, of course, Apple is able to take a cut from the purchases that are made. Not only the purchases of uh, apps, like straight-up purchase of an app when you go to download it, but also in-app content. Um, Apple is getting a cut from all that because it's providing the platform and the audience for these apps to make some money. But Epic, of course, has also grown. Epic is the creator, of course, of Fortnite. And having grown, they have been expanding. They haven't stood still. So the reason why Fortnite is the one of the most popular games in the world today. You know, regardless of whatever you know, spite you might have against the game, maybe you think it's too childish, whatever it is. Bottom line is the game is one of the most influential games in gaming history, right? Right along with, with uh, Minecraft. Um, as far as having kind of a general audience, right? Now, um, they created, they added the Epic, Epic Direct payment feature. Apple didn't like that. And so apparently there's been a lot of back and forth communication behind the scenes that's been going on between Apple and Epic. Apple is not budging <laughs> to the point where Apple is now uh, refusing to carry Fortnite on the App Store. And that's a big power play right there, and that's a very big brother type of power play right there so um in turn, <laughs> what epic has done, and i gotta I'm geeking out over this because that commercial that nineteen eighty four commercial from Apple, if you move within the world of marketing and advertising, you know that commercial, and if you don't, shame on you, it is one of the most important ads. That has ever been created. And for the time. It was daring. It was bold. It was in your face. It was defiant. It was rebellious. You know it made a statement. In a way that very few commercials had done. And by the way. Apple did not spare expenses. When it came to that commercial. I mean. It cost them a pretty penny. And. When I go to open up Fortnite today, here comes this video done all in the style of Fortnite, but essentially mirroring (laughs) the commercial, the 1984 commercial that Apple made back when it launched the Macintosh. And instead of just, you know, mindless people sitting on the chairs in the auditorium, it's a whole bunch of Fortnite skins staring up at, at this big screen. Um, and you got this big brother type of character you know saying something like that you know we have controlled and we have got got our gotten our cut from it of course that voice that that big brother is representing apple in this case and then in comes running from the hallway leading into the auditorium the Fortnite skin called bright bomber and bright bomber you know she is she has kind of pinkish hair Uh, some purple glasses. She's one of the classic Fortnite skins. She was introduced back in 2017. Um, She has a very colorful type of uh, shirt top that has the llama unicorn on it with a rainbow. And she, you know, her outfit is kind of purple and black. And she's running in holding the pickaxe that has the head of a llama unicorn on it. And in the same exact way... As the woman in the 1984 commercial comes in running and hurls the sledgehammer, this bright bomber skin girl is running in, hurling the the pickaxe in the form of the llama unicorn and smashes the screen, crashing it and basically breaking the daze and the, the mind control that the skins that were sitting in the auditorium had. And then they start looking at her. Again, it is a shot by shot recreation of the 1984 ad and then up on screen comes epic games has defied the app store monopoly in retaliation apple is blocking fortnite from a billion devices join the fight and stop 2020 from becoming 1984 hashtag free look i have to say that entire situation by the way Just on a personal level sucks (laughs) because what this means essentially is that um, once I can keep on playing Fortnite up until the point that Fortnite updates uh, to season four, chapter two, season four, at that point on my iPhone, unless something changes in the situation between Apple and Epic, I'm not going to be able to play the new season on my iOS, on my iPhone. Um, I think I'm going to be able to keep on playing this older version, season three but I'm not going to have access to the new battle pass. I'm not going to have access to the new anything really from season four. So Joshua and I are likely not going to be able to play together. Like we usually do with my daughter, Gianna um, because Gianna also has an iPhone. So Joshua is the only one who's going to have access to the updated version of Fortnite starting whenever it is that uh, Apple, that Epic launches um, season four. A billion devices, guys. This is <laughs> this is a very big deal. And again, this is all because Apple doesn't want to give up the ability of charging. I think it's somewhere around thirty percent that Epic states in a web page. And if you want to find out all the details, by the way, you can go to um, fn.gg/slash free fortnight. Um, that's a page on Epic's website that has all the information and it has some, some FAQ, some questions answering what's going to happen. Um, so essentially here comes Fortnite and this is just brilliant to me and it gives me chills again, because I'm all into the advertising and marketing world. This is part of my profession. So for me, it gives me chills to watch that video and to see Epic hit Apple <laughs> with a taste of its own medicine uh by recreating this 1984 video and i can only imagine that apple does not like this one bit and i can only imagine that apple is going to try to i don't know if they're going to try to you know sue for copyright infringement or something like that with uh when it comes to recreating this video um but man it is i think it's brilliant i think it's brilliant the, aside from the point that it really sucks that I, I may not be able to play fortnite on my phone anymore i think it's freaking brilliant the fact that you know epic games is it, this is in keeping with their identity as a, dev- a game developer, the identity that they've created for the Fortnite brand, the playfulness, the irreverence, you know, um, I applaud them. I, Epic Games, I applaud you. I love Apple. I love Apple products, but Epic Games has a point here. You know, I think that there is a balance that could be struck by Apple and the compromise that can be made by Apple to give players a choice—you know, maybe you somehow find a way to give players a choice to either purchase through App Store or purchase through Fortnite's um, uh, purchasing system—I think that progress is much more open source than Apple has always uh, tried to keep things within. You know, Apple has been very controlling of everything being in-house. And there's a danger to that um, because you essentially are halting progress and you are creating a monopoly and you are not giving opportunities for other companies to rise and for other competitors to enter the field. Um, And I am for that. I am for giving opportunity for people to enter the battlegrounds, you know? Um, So I applaud Epic. I really, really do. I think that it's it's a brilliant marketing move um and anybody who knows that commercial and i can only imagine now <laughs> the fact that that commercial is now going to be getting an entirely new generation of kids who had no clue what that commercial was because they're very very far removed from when it came out i i didn't even i wasn't around you know, i was born in 1983 you know so I was a baby when that thing came out and lived in Colombia. I had no clue what was going on over here with computing. So I learned about it because of my career, you know because again, it's one of the most iconic um, pieces of advertising that's ever been done. And now, of course, you know, you're gonna have a ton of kids and teenagers that are gonna be seeing this com- this commercial, this video that Fortnite just made. Epic just made and they're going to be asking what the heck is this you know what is it that they're trying to do here they're going to go they're going to start googling soon enough <laughs> they're going to find and they're going to find the original commercial and it's it's a thing you know it shows the power and the influence of a company like Epic you know because they have the ability to disrupt and this is what's happening right now they're, dis- they're disrupting the system and unfortunately, now it's Apple, the one that is at the head of that system, and Epic is, tr- is using social mediums, Epic is using its followers, the people, to try to create change. And I sincerely hope that Apple backs down, and that Apple compromises, and that Apple realizes the worth of a game developer like Epic, you know? And the audience that they command. I don't know how many people would be willing to, you know, give up their iPhone uh, just because they're not going to be playing Fortnite anymore. I I don't know what I would do, to be honest. I guess I'll have to get used to playing it on PS4 and I'll do the split screen thing with Dasha with on there. But um, but um yeah, it's, it's going to put a lot of people into a spot where, you know, if you're a huge, huge Fortnite fan and you happen to be on an Apple device... um you're going to start wondering, you know, should I jump ship? Should I uh, head over anywhere else? And they do specify, by the way, um, Epic does, that uh, the Fortnite remains available on Google Play, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, PC, Mac, GeForce Now, um, and (laughs) Apple has just isolated themselves. So this is... um, this is a, a phenomenal thing to kind of witness. I love this kind of thing because it's, um, ultimately this is all entertainment. So, you know, it's not, a as big and as daunting as some of the things that we've had to deal with in 2020 so far, um... This is one that I can kind of poke fun of. This is one that I can appreciate as the audience member. You know, this is one that I can get excited about and geek out over because, of course, it is hitting Apple with one of its biggest <laughs> uh, advertisement pieces. So I think it's it's really cool. Uh, I'd love to hear what you guys think. Um, I'd love to hear if you are familiar with the 1984 commercial from Apple. How do you feel about Fortnite hitting them back with a taste of their own medicine? Um, if you are an iOS user and you play Fortnite, I'd love to find out what you think about the prospect of not being able to play Fortnite anymore. Is that enough to make you want to switch, you know, phones? Because you're you does it make you that mad at Apple? Um, I'd love to hear what you think. So let me know your thoughts. You can write us at G101podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on social media. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at G101 Podcast. For all things Ecology 101, visit us online, geekology 101com And uh, thanks for joining me for this special bonus episode. I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Peace. Human has been neutralized. Game over.